With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You remind me of something. I just can't think of what it is. Uh. You remind me of my dreams. Good evening, this is Black Rider Space, and I am your host, Ms. Mocha. Tonight, our guest is publisher, author, motivational speaker. She has so many different titles, entrepreneur, and must I say, extremely, extremely uh, successful with everything that she touches. Uh, we have Wahida Clark tonight. I'm really excited about that, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, Miss Mocha, how are you? Oh, wonderful. Such an honor to finally get you on the show. <laughs> um, wow, you got so much going on. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with us tonight. And, um, man, your bio is off the chain. You got to have to read it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, wow, okay, okay. So let's just um, get started. I really would like to hear directly from you how this empire got started. And, and I mean, you taking it to the extreme. You took it and you did exactly what you were supposed to do with it. Yes, so ma'am. So tell me I'm how just, you got started. I'm just started. getting started, Ms. Mocha. I'm I know that's right. Started. Okay. Um, well, you know, everybody knows, well, not everybody, but the majority of my, well, my readers know where I started um, in the Federal Pen. Okay. Uh, well, that's when I first started writing and got published. And, of course, once my books became popular, other uh, individuals who was also locked up, they said, wow, she did that, I can do it too. They started sending me manuscripts. And um, then I started reading them and holding on to them. I said, wow, as soon as I get out, I'm going to have to start my publishing company. So I did my mm. business plan, walked out to prison uh, with my business plan. And as soon as I came home, started the business plan, started to publish. I'm sorry, not the business plan, it's publishing company. And, um, hey, I'm still I'm still on my grind, Miss Mocha. Wow. Wow. Um, amazing. I don't even have words to describe um because there's so many people that come out of prison, and, you know, it's so hard to find a job, and, you know, they judging you from your past and all this. Mm-hmm. So you started yours before you even got out. I like had the, to. Uh-uh. I, I knew what I was going right. to be facing when I got out. So That's right. Wow. And then you not do. only just did it for yourself, but you set the, pay, the, the, the pathway for other people. Yes, ma'am. Who wanted to do the same thing. So how many um, authors do you have now? Under you? Um, I think I have 14, 14 okay. and growing. Just some uh, some of them get ready to sign, but definitely 14 I have. 
Okay. Now, for our listeners who um, may be thinking about getting published, what are your requirements to be published under you? They have to send in a sample. What does it take to get published under Wahid um, Wahid Well, Clark? definitely on the website, uh, com. the submission guidelines. Of course, your manuscript okay. has to be tight. It needs to be in tip-top shape, one-inch margins all around. And um, I like for when I pick up a book, I want to be intrigued from page one. I don't want to be able to put the book down. So if you're going to send me something, it needs it, it has to be fast-paced or um, it will basically just get tossed to the side. Wow. Okay. Okay. Keep it keep it real. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any um, future projects for maybe a film or anything? Because you have this series. One of them sold uh, the Thug series, her Thug mm-hmm. series, sold over 300,000 copies. Yes, and then ma'am. the Payback series sold over 150,000 copies. Yes, and then ma'am. you have another release, Payback Ain't Enough, that just came out in April. Mm-hmm. Yes, so ma'am. what what are we going to take with some of these stories to take them to the next level? Um, that's anything? already in, um, in the works. Uh, the movie uh, Birdman, a.k.a. Baby, a.k.a. Ronald Slip, um I'm sorry, Brian Baby Williams. He said, Wahida, we want all your books, um, the rights to all your books for the movies. we got to do movies for each and every last one of them. And I'm talking right. about uh, getting the play together now, so we'll hopefully we'll be wrapping the final, um, uh, uh, you know, little details up for that within the next week, and then we'll make the announcement about the play for thugs and the women who love them and every thug needs a lady. Wow. And I know, I don't think that's ever been done before. Well, not from the hood uh, version. No one has been right. the hood. Right. The hood. My, my people. Right. right. Wow. Amazing. Um, well, we definitely uh, are here to continue to support you. And um, I'll be shooting you an email about some, some ideas that I have to, to get you here in Chicago. Okay. So we can promote, yeah, promote Wahida Clark in Chicago. Um, yeah. No so problem. I know I have Melvin Childs. It's going to be at our next um, event. But anyhow, yeah, I'll be showing you an email. Okay. But I am definitely, um, wow, definitely. This is this is like, I know when I had Zane on, I was just amazed. And I'm telling you, it's Zane, you and Zane, you know, you guys have your own, form of writing and you mm-hmm. you just kind of like stand you know the thug series the, the um urban lit like queen you know this <laughs> okay this is the and i read in your um the template for urban literature exactly mm-hmm. yes ma'am so perfect 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 um tell me this how has the um I always ask some of my uh, popular authors about the Kindle and the, the the physical books. How do you feel about the um, the physical book and more of the Kindles and stuff selling now, the electronical way where you can just mm-hmm. buy the book? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that affected the publishing industry at all? Um, of course. You know, technology changes everything. Um, but, you know, my what well, my belief is you either embrace it or get left behind because it's not going anywhere. Uh, personally, I don't even have a Kindle or an, a Nook or an iPad. I like books, but for my yes. publishing company, I sell lots of eBooks. So you know, as a publisher, I have to embrace the technology. You know, that's what business is about. Business is always 
uh, evolving, and you just have to keep up with the trends and go where the, you know, the market takes you. Okay. Okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. I do have a um, I, I do have the app on my iPod. Okay. Because I'm on the go so much, but I still have my bookshelf, which is full right about now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, my I love the It's full. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to have the book. Right. But who knows, exactly. one day maybe I will get Actually, someone, who, somebody gave me an iPad as a gift, but my daughter took it, so I never even got a chance to use it. So, But who knows, one day maybe I will get a Kindle or a Nook or an iPad, one of them. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Now, um, tell us about the other um, things you have going on, the nonprofit organization mm-hmm. you have, the Prodigal Sons. Prodigal Sons and uh, Daughters, a prisoner reentry program. I'm the vice president. It's based out of East Orange, New Jersey. Uh, we're in, we go to halfway houses um, throughout the, um, the tri-state area, uh, youth houses, um, prisons. <laughs> and, um, you know, we just talk, we just spread our word. We have it's a 12-week mentorship training program, which basically changes the mindset, the people that graduate the Prodigal Sons and Daughters Mentorship Training pro- Program, um, their mindset, it has it, 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 it changed. I am a testament to that. Uh, we graduated uh, 300 ex-offenders, and there was, was some people in there that wasn't um, in prison, They're like they were daughters and sons of um, people who were incarcerated. But, um, yeah, everybody, you know, just come out with a different mindset. Wow. Awesome, absolutely awesome. Now tell me this, because I had an idea. What does it take to, and I know it probably depends on the state you're in and the laws in that state, but what Mm -hmm. does it take to get um, a program started in a a, uh, facility, a prison? Um, Yeah, it's hard. You have to, you know, you have to set up a track record. Um, First is doing, you're doing a lot of work, volunteer that's the best way to get your foot in the door. Come up, set up your organization, and then start volunteering. Um, and then, you know, it depends on who you who you know. Mm, um, I was okay. named the vice president before I even came out of prison. So when I came out, um, they were already doing uh, the, the training program. And um, were they already in prisons, in the halfway houses? You know, I don't even remember. But um, now, we, you know, we, we go into halfway houses and the prison and the youth houses. But the thing is, the first you have to volunteer. Get your foot in the door by volunteering. Okay. So that's enough for about five years now. Two thousand seven. Um, no, Prodigal Sons and Daughters. It was it was birthed in the in the hole of a state prison. This one brother, um, Dennis Porter, and um, oh. it, it was started what over like twenty years ago, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So sometimes they a, have the wrong info on here. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Okay. It's just that I've been home and actively involved. You know, I've been yeah. home since uh, December of 07, so that's when I became actively involved. Okay. Well. Okay, and um, we're not going to keep you long, okay. but um, I definitely, this is amazing. Um, I will continue to be um, retweeting. Oh, on Twitter, I see you do spend a lot of time I on Twitter. It. And, oh, yeah, not, no not problem. Not the last couple of days because I had the had the flu. I'm just recovering. Oh and no! And then um, we had we got two new releases coming out under my nonprofit. I mean, I'm sorry, under my publishing company, uh, Sade's Secret, which is a young adult novel that just came out um, last 
Friday, and we okay. got Trust No Man three that just coming out, uh, just came out today actually. So um, we we on tour, then catching the flu, and then getting back into the office and trying to catch up, but then having the two new releases. I've been just like on roller skates. <laughs> Wow. Well, you make sure you get better before you get back out there. I know that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, I know we be. It's hard to kind of rest your mind when you always consistently thinking, I have that problem now. Yes. So I know once I really get yes. going, I'm going to be a mess. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, also, I want to extend an invitation to anyone that is published under Wahida Clark to invite them to come on the show for an interview okay. and promote All their right. book. I did post it on Twitter. I'm going to uh, post it a couple more times in case anybody missed it. No problem. Other than that, you can pass the word. I'm also I I'm will on have it. to, because you, but you know most yeah. of, the majority of my authors are locked up. Um, oh, so okay. So that's going to be a, a challenge on getting them. You know, depends on how they can um, finagle it. Like Victor Martin, he wrote Nude Awakening. He's right. in the he, so You know what? He sent me a letter. Uh, Okay. He sent right. me yes because I'm in, I'm developing a magazine and when this, the radio show, show took off, kind of had to put that on hold because I do everything myself. So, okay, I understand. Um, Victor Martin called me and I was mm-hmm. like, who is this? Keep calling and wouldn't the, the text that's, would come that's, through that's and it would Victor. be. He's very Girl, when I, I he said, oh my god, I had to sign him. Yes, um, he's in a hole now. So um, oh, and okay. Intel. He's, everyone's locked up except for Nene Capri, who wrote The Pussy Trap, um, Sade's Secret. She's the young adult author. Um, Charmaine White, she's out. Uh, Mike Sanders, he's out. Everybody else is locked up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then. Everybody well, we had to come up with something. See, that yeah, was the whole my thing. See if I'm leaving anybody else that, that, is, that is free. Um, right. yeah, Cash, he's locked up, but he has access to the phone. I'll just have to um, okay. shoot him an email, tell him to reach out to you. And, um, yeah, everybody, everybody's locked up, my sister. Okay. Well, that was um, that's part of the program I want to try to get started. So, you know, those who don't have total access to the Internet and phone and all that, where a black writer space can create some sort of um, – Extension where we can be the voice for them, good, so that when good. they get they out, they don't have to work that. as hard. You know, they would appreciate that. Yes, ma'am. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Okay. Just kind of didn't know how to get started with it. You know, like I said, you don't sleep when you always consistently thinking. And absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So anyhow, um, I'll be posting it on Twitter. Um, I still have Victor. I think he had somebody. He wrote me. He sent me a letter with his um, interview on paper because he was okay. like, I can't send right. you the interview in the email, but can I mail it to you? I said, sure. Yeah, he showed Victor. up. He sent it. Yes, ma'am. So, um, yeah, I'll, book, I'll have to Wakening figure out some a, sort of system. Book, New to Wakening is hot. It's a good read. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick that up. And yeah, I definitely you know tell Nene Capri to reach out to you because her book, is, we can't keep that on the shelf. The Pussy Trap, and then um, everybody's going ready, you know, anticipating Trust No Man Part 3. So them, them two definitely can um, uh, reach Come out to you. Show. Right. Well, I'm going to, because uh, I know there's so many millions of millions of people who are locked up, who mm-hmm. either have books they've already written, need them published, want to publish them, and just don't have nobody kidding. to. Exactly. You are not kidding. So, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so we'll definitely be in contact. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Okay. Your website is uh, wclarkpublishing.com. Yes, ma'am. Um, also on Twitter, she's on Twitter, yes, Facebook. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Are you on any other social networks? Um, nope, I think that's it. Okay, I Facebook, think. Twitter, and, and website. And yes, like I ma'am. said, I'll be continuously posting it. And we look to, um, we'll be watching. And we will definitely that. look to having you back on in the future. I will be shooting you an email probably tonight. No problem. I, I appreciate okay. the support, though. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, Ms. Mocha. You have a good evening. You too. Okay, right. bye-bye. Wow. I'm going to take a quick break. And um, for, for our listeners that are listening, uh, we just spoke with Wahida Clark. You know, when you're out there and you are busy, you have such a tight schedule. So we just thank her so much for coming on the show and chatting with us and just a small amount of time she was on there and the information that she gave. You know, it's authors out here that want to be published that that have the street lit um, gift to write. So, you know, I did touch on what do you need to, uh, what are the requirements to get published under Mrs. Clark and uh, or Ms. Clark. And she has information on her website. It's wclarkpublishing.com. I've been, of course, on and off the website myself. Just looking at the bio and everything she's done and doing. She has so many awesome up-and-coming projects that are going to be hot. She's evolving into doing a couple of films, a play, I mean, off the chain. Sometimes you have to sit down and and stop dreaming about these ideas and just do it. You know, if you don't know the right people, pray, and God will send the right people. So um, I'm really excited. Um, she has 14 authors under her who are published, and a couple of more she's signing on. So she is like nonstop, nonstop. She had her plan together before she got out of prison, was working on the program before she got out of prison. So once she came out, it was just like, okay, time to get to work. And um, she hasn't stopped. So we definitely commend her for that. And uh, we definitely will be supporting her as well as all of our other authors, and writers and even our listeners, thank you guys so much for supporting us and listening to us. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm just going to give some information um, uh, considering what we discussed in the um, interview about people who have a book that they have tried to, they're trying to get published, they've written it, it's just sitting there. It's not published because Black Writers Space um, do want to create some sort of um, branch um, section, whatever you might want to call it, to um, be the voice for those who are incarcerated and don't have access to the Internet, to email and all of that stuff that it takes to kind of get your book published, um, not only just get it published, but once you get it published, you have to continue to uh, promote it and market it and all of that. So I'm going to discuss some of those things and different little options. And we're going to have to put some stuff in motion because there's millions of people out here. I've always been a book lover. I've always been a writer. 
um, and, and love to network with writers. So now that I'm actually out here, it's just so exciting to me. Every time I meet a new publisher or don't put me in the middle of a book expo, just don't, for real. I can't go with no money. I'm going to need at least $200, you know, at the least, because I'm going to want to purchase everybody's book. So um, I'm going to take a quick break. Y'all know I could talk. I could sit here and talk all night. But I'm going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. I just can't think of what it is. You remind me of my
Good evening, and we are back. I am your host, Ms. Mocha, and tonight our guest was a publisher, motivational speaker, author, writer. Um, she has two nonprofit organizations, um, kind of like a halfway house where she deals with, um, uh, she has a training program for um Ex-convicts, if you know, if you uh, did some time in jail, it's just kind of like a transitional program. And then even dealing with the children of those who were incarcerated and all of that. So that's that's good stuff. That's everything she's doing is helping the community, um, giving back, you know, taking her gift and really... Uh, Blessing someone else And that's what it's all about So um, here at Black Writer Space Like I always say We are here to um, Continue to support writers Supporting authors Songwriters If you write Please email us Black Writer Space That's with two S's At gmail.com Before we went to break I was saying how um, You know Wahida Clark, she does the publishing, and she's like the template to Urban Lit. Um, she has a series that sold over 300,000 copies, and another series, Thug Series, that sold over 150,000 copies. So it's like, wow, New York Times bestseller, USA Today, and Essence. You know, so she's really um, taking her gifts and, and just working it. And that's what it's about, just working it until you can't work it no more. So within that come all these different ideas. Now she's into um, working on some films, and wow. So um, we are definitely um, excited. I'm excited, Um, which brings me to um, a program that I think I mentioned it on maybe one of our older shows, but it's called A Right to Live. And what I would like to do is make that where Black Writers Space is the voice for those who are still incarcerated. You know, some people are incarcerated for life, so they don't have an an exit date. But that doesn't mean they have to stop living. And, you know, I've never been incarcerated. I don't know how it feels or anything, but I know what I can do. I can try to make somebody's dreams come true. I can try to bring somebody's vision to reality. So with that being said, what do we do here at Black Writers Space? Support writers, support authors. If you need publishing, we have the connects. We can connect you with somebody who can publish you. Now, once I publish my book, yeah, it's going to be Black Writers Space Publishing. <laughs> but however, haven't done that yet, but I still don't want to let that stop me from activating um, all these other different ideas that can really still be helping somebody right now who is ready. So um, I'm going to do some um, some looking around. I'm going to do some searching on the Internet, and I'm going to talk to a couple of people and try to get this thing activated. Um, I did have it's funny because I totally forgot one of her authors, when I was taking the information for the magazine, which we are not canceling out, we had to postpone it 
for a while because once I started the radio show, the radio show kind of took off. So I was putting like 90% into the radio show, and then the, the development for the magazine went to like 5%. So I still have everyone's information. Um, I'm looking to get that out this fall. So, um, yeah, Miss Mocha, i got to get organized too. So anyhow, like I was just um, – Talking to Wahid and we both agree that when you're thinking all the time, you really don't sleep. So, um, in the meanwhile, while you're not sleeping, you're still thinking. You got this project going on, this project going on, this, and sometimes you your whole stove is full, and you got to keep filling up all those pots to make sure that they manifest and and become reality. So it's not always easy. Um, I'm not making excuses, but it's not always easy. So a lot of times you have to stop. My problem is getting this done, not thinking about this, but trying to get that completed. Then move on to the next one. It's hard for me to do that because I'm consistently coming up with stuff. So I have my notebook. I was just looking at my notebook. Today I have like three pages left because I wrote down so many different ideas that I have, taking notes and writing down this. And and I have to write it down because I forget. Getting back to the moral of the story, I want to get this program started. If there's anyone who is listening or you know someone who um, may have some connections with different prisons or work for the Department of Corrections or something, um, I'm in Indiana. So I'd like to start with Indiana and uh, Illinois as well. And I know it couldn't be that difficult. Um, She did mention volunteering, which is fine. I'm, I'm not looking to get paid or anything like that. Of course, eventually it could turn into that, but I'm not worried about that. That'll come. My concern is helping make a difference in somebody's life. So um, if you know anybody, if you have any ideas, if you want to be a part of the um, team, please email me at blackwriterspace. That's with two S's at gmail.com. And, um, I would definitely contact you concerning um, trying to put together a program like this. Um, I think that it's important that we continue to help those who don't have the options that we do. Um, I'm just a giver. But, you know, I just God just placed that inside of me. I'm just a giver. And... Um, I really I, I got this idea like last year sometime and the name and everything. So, um, yeah, it's time to put some things in operation. When she, it's just something just hit me when she said she had 14 people under her, and I'm like, wow, 14 compared to millions. You know, we look. They have these reality shows where they actually have the cameras inside the prisons where you can see how they live, see what they deal with every day, and all of that, and. Um, they're full. A lot of the prisons are uh, packed over the capacity. So I could just see through that and imagine how many of those prisoners are writers, how many of them actually have the gift for writing, they actually have, you know, that's another million-dollar empire, just like Wahida started, you know. And, and when you can um, just... Give your time to help someone 
become their own entrepreneur, their own vice president, I mean their own president, their own CEO of their own company legally and start their own programs to help somebody else, then guess what happens? The crime decreases. The the um, families being broken up, that decreases, you know, because with that comes, uh, she mentioned a couple of training programs. So with that, they deal with your mind, your mindset. With your mindset changing, you live differently. So all the crime, all the whatever happened to you when you was little and all of that, that, that all of that, that mindset change, all of that pulls all of that old stuff out of you. You know, so um, and that's I know it's plenty of people who are still holding on to stuff. Some people just don't know they can let it go. They can let it go. We all been through something. We all deal with our own issues, our own um, what do they call it? Skeletons in our closet and all that. And I, honestly, I feel like that's just something that the enemy continues to hold over our head. And we think that there's no way we can escape it. This is just what life is about. No. No. When you have access to the other side, to whereas um, when you and the way I've developed it was through my relationship with God. I don't argue with nobody about it. I don't debate with them about it. I do what works for me. And what works for me is when I started praying every day, and communicating with God every day, not just when you need something, but just period, just when you wake up in the morning, it makes a difference. Things start to happen. Things started happening in my life and changing just like enormously. Like right now, people are still looking at me, whether they knew me a long time or they just met me, they're looking at me trying to figure out how are you doing all of this? You know, I don't live in a mansion. I'm not a millionaire yet. It hasn't manifested yet. It's on its way. But people are trying to figure out, how's she doing all of this? Da, da, da. And all I tell them is, you know what, it's God. So I tell people, whatever God you believe in, work it. If it's something within you that trusts it and believes it, work it. Then you just, I mean, work it. What are you wasting your time saying you believe in this religion, you believe in that religion, if you're not operating in it, what's the point? What's the point? I would be wasting gas. Y'all know how much gas costs. Gas costs too much for me to be wasting my time driving to church, and I'm coming up out of there, and I ain't doing nothing with it. So that goes for anything. I don't spend time on the Internet 24 hours a day just because I don't have nothing else to do. No, I'm really coming up with more ideas. <laughs> Like I said, I need to rest my brain, but um, sometimes it's hard. It's hard. Somebody wanted to take me out, and and I couldn't put my phone down. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyhow, um, it could become a problem, but it's hard for me to completely, like, not think. And I need it. I need to be not thinking this whole weekend and start back thinking on Monday. But I know me, I'm still going to be sending emails. I'm still going to be thinking about this and thinking about that. Oh, yeah, I could do this and I could do that. You know, so uh, I'm going to bring DeAndrea on. Hey. Hey, sis. 
Hey, I had to do the show early. Um, Wahida Clark had another interview at 8. And I know I posted 6 p.m. earlier. Then when I looked at the thing, I had it scheduled for 7. So I was like, okay, it was 7. And then um, she's like, wait a minute, I have a... So in order for her interviews not to be so close, I was mm-hmm. able to still go in and start the show at 6.30. So she's already been on. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was really quick. So um, just in that short amount of time, though, we got um, a lot of information. Her bio is, is off the hook. Um, and then I was able to, and I totally forgot, remember the guy that sent me a letter with his interview questions? Mm-hmm. It was a while back. That was, He yeah, published under her. Yeah, yeah, and I totally wow. forgot about that. But we were talking about, and I just kind of um, asked her, what does it take to get a um, program started? Because one of my ideas was starting a program in the uh, jail, whether it be county or uh, penitentiary or whatever it is, just to get at least get the first, get one, get it started in at least one facility where Black Rider Space can come in and just do some mentoring, some um, training or something pertaining to people who want to write. If they have a lot of people in jail have books already that's finished and they just don't know how to get them published, they might not even right. thought about getting them published. You know what I'm saying? Right. So listening right. to her story, she served nine and a half years in prison. She got out in um, December of '07. And so far she started, um, well, there was already a program in effect, and she started working with that. I think she said that's been in effect for about 20 years. But once she got out in 2007, she started um, the Prodigal Sons and Daughters Retention, well, Redirection Center. So Mm -hmm. she has a couple of nonprofit um, programs, training programs, where they go in and they change their home mindset. She even deals with um, people who their parents were incarcerated. So, you know, because they deal with stuff too. So anyhow, um, I was just talking to our listeners about um, Black Writer Space starting the program I came up with called uh, A Right to Live where a black writer space can be the voice for those who are incarcerated, don't have access to the Internet, you know, and if they do get their book published, you still need somebody to promote it for you. So, um, yeah, I was just talking about that. And uh, giving out the email address, if anybody knows anybody who works in the Department of Corrections, if you know how to start a program like this, um, if you'd like to be a part of the team, to just um, email us, email me, and, and we can get some things going because she has 14 people published under her. And I was just thinking, 14 compared to millions that are still out there. Mm-hmm. Locked up, they might have life, they might not have life. But if they're writers and want to be an author and want to start their own company, I want to know them. So right. I was just talking about that. That's right. That sounds good to me. So um, that's pretty much it. And, uh, you know, like I always tell all of my um, authors. Also, I invited her, anyone who's published under her, to come on um, to email me so they can come on the show. 
Right. And, and do an interview. So she's definitely, right. she gave me a couple of names. Um, she just had two releases from uh, some of her authors. Two of her authors just had two releases. One release, and I think one is getting ready to be released or something. But she gave me their names. And um, I'm going to continue to post on Twitter as well, um, Facebook and stuff like that. So I, I tweeted so much this morning. They, it's a block. You can only um, do so many statuses in a day. <laughs> they put a block on me. So I can't tweet no status to tomorrow. I'm like, what the How heck? long does it last? To tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's it's a, a daily limit. Yeah, it's a daily limit for statuses. I didn't know that, but I mm-hmm. knew it was a daily limit for people. Uh, how many people you following? Mm-hmm. So, because I would get on and follow a lot of people, and then they they were following me back, but they have a limit and all that. Anyway, so tomorrow I'll be back to tweeting tomorrow. Um, yep. So. That's pretty much it. Um, I am going to shoot her an email and try to get see if we can maybe get her for the next event. I did talk to Melvin today, and he confirmed that uh, yeah he can be the uh, headliner. So what I'm what my plan is to try to get Melvin Childs and Wahida Clark. Right. So I'm going to shoot Wahida a, a thing and um, email. And see what she says. If yeah, we can get that, it's yeah, it's on. That's it. It's on. It is on and popping. So um, I'm excited. Sounds good to me. That'll be that'll be nice. Melvin Childs and Wayne Clark. Man, that's some stories to tell right there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Along with everything else, that'll be awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. People yeah. Um, as far as I know, I'll be locking down the venue for September, uh, hopefully next week, and then I'll be able to um, do the um, flyers and everything else like that, start advertising, in other words. Mm-hmm. And, um, go from there. I also I, I spoke with Kevin today, and I think I'm gonna do a um, a uh, authors event just with authors, just authors selling their books. Sounds good. And, uh, yeah, and the entertainment will be the authors. You know, we can do maybe a um, a uh, panel. Mm-hmm. And have each person talk about their book or, you know, mm-hmm. what their vision is or, you know, whatever, something like that. But something just specifically for them, like an, uh, what did Kevin say, like an appreciation thing or something mm-hmm. for the authors after the next event. So, um, and that wouldn't be any cost to them to participate or anything like that. So, yeah. But uh, if I could just get... Um, all of my people confirmed, get the venue locked down, and then, blam, we start all over again. Yep. Yep, yep, I yep. am not going to um, 
keep you guys long today. Again, I want to thank our listeners. Somebody did send me a message on Facebook while I was on air and was like, Miss Clark sounds so good. Um, so I want to thank that listener. Yeah. Um, wow. There I go thinking again. But anyway, um, we will be back. When will we be back? Wait a minute. We will be back on Tuesday. I don't think I have a show for Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. So everybody enjoy your weekend. And uh, be sure to email me if you have any information about starting a program like that, if you want to be a part or whatever. Um, please email me at blackwriterspace 2 ss at gmail.com. And um, we are going to wrap tonight's show up. Everybody, please have a blessed weekend. And God bless. Good night. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 